0: Hello there, welcome to the Mindful Podcast, I'm Nathan Springer and today we're talking education and children in this new pandemic times. The teachers over in Guyana threatened to strike when they heard that schools were reopening and part of the schools reopening involved a mandatory vaccination policy for the teachers that had to return to in-person schooling. Some of the teachers in Guyana were like, nope. We're not going to have it. And they threatened to strike upon the reopening of schools. But schools did reopen and <laughs> they did turn out. Because I'm not sure exactly why, but it seemed like the strike didn't really turn out in the way they expected it to. And I'm thinking, watching that, and I'm thinking part of the reason a lot of the policies are happening around the vaccines is because they will. Let me let me see if I can explain exactly what I mean here if you if you're opposed to the vaccine for whatever reason you have your own personal reasons that you are against this vaccine for you do not want it that's your choice but if that choice can be changed if your government or your employer makes decisions that make things a little more difficult for you then your decision changes what you are in fact telling them, what you are in fact telling the authorities, telling your employers that you don't really believe in this, it's just something you're doing in the moment and if you are pushed enough you can be convinced otherwise and if that is the case can you really blame an employer for attempting to push you otherwise? If they can see that what you are doing here you aren't really convinced of this and i i do get that feeling from quite a few people on the anti-vax side that s- some of what they're doing is on the contrarian side it's they're they're being contrary for being contrary seek they aren't even fully convinced of the argument for whatever they are arguing for but they are against what it seems like most people are against so some of the same people who you you know the type that when you speak to them in most issues they are on the contrarian side of the views in this issue they seem to be on that side too and i think that is just as bad probably even worse in some cases than someone who just goes around goes along with the crowd going along with the crowd isn't always a bad thing i mean I believe last week when I made a contemplation speaking about how going along with the crowd has its benefits, that may have been the second or third time I made a video speaking about that. Because the tendency of people to be social animals and follow what the crowd is doing is a common thing. And it's a sensible thing. It's a life saving thing in some cases. But I could understand, especially in modern times where we show the supremacy and the the power and ability of individualism and individualism is what gets your name heralded so okay i understand why going along with the crowd could seem like a negative thing and many times it is but not going along with the crowd just for the sake of not going along with the crowd does not make you intelligent it doesn't make you, it doesn't set you apart as some unique being it's it's just as much a uh, creation it's just as much you reacting to what other people did than if you went along with the crowd if i can push or pull your actions and by pushing or pull it i can determine what you do then i'm still in control whether it be that I pull it along with the crowd and you just follow along with the crowd, then I control your actions like that. Or if by me moving the crowd this direction, I know you're a contrarian and you would always attempt to go in the other direction, then you are still under the control of what other people are doing. I think that's something to be mindful of. But let's just go through these series of articles about Guyana and see exactly how it played out. And there's an interesting bit at the end where I saw the United Kingdom is establishing some rules for in their vaccine policies for their school children and there's an interesting caveat there so if you haven't clicked the oh not click if you haven't touched the like button yet touch that like button if you have that gorilla glass too you can feel free to tap it a little harder make sure that like button is selected and drop a comment tell me what you think if you aren't subscribed yet do subscribe Videos are coming generally every day, so do subscribe and see when they come, and do share the content. That's how it gets out there. If you, I many people usually tell me, but you're supposed to be so much more viral and known. Well, that's how it gets there. You share the content. So teachers who strike will not be paid. That was the response of the Guyanese government to the teachers who said that they may strike. It with concerns about the vaccine policy. Now, the, the thing about the teacher's strike that I felt made it made it a bit more difficult to, be, to pull off successfully is that in the end, when you look at it, when you look through it, the head of the Guyana's Teachers Union was someone politically involved. Now, that's nothing strange. The, the relations between union leaders and politicians has been since time. Well, since unions have been around. And you could understand it. Politicians want someone who could control large groups of people. And unions want power and the ability to change working conditions at quick call. So they're generally good and bad partners. But this teacher in the Guyanese Union was part of the opposition party in Guyana. And I think that may have created a bit of conflict of interest. But also among it the Guyanese government sought to make some clarifications. The statement they sent out, the Guyana government, went further to clarify that although physical learning has resumed, there is no mandatory requirement for children to be vaccinated to return to classrooms, vaccination of teachers is not mandatory, and there are clear guidelines issued for those who do not want to be inoculated. All of this to keep teachers, their families, and our children safe, the ministry said. Now, I am of the view As i've repeated quite often that i'm not really with mandatory vaccinations especially if they're coming from a government but when it comes to private companies and how they run their business i could understand the vaccine policies that some of them do but in the case where we have companies or institutions that are run by the government that makes for some more difficult things so A school isn't a private institute in this case. At least Guyanese schools aren't. These are public schools. They're run by the government. But it's still an institute where you'd expect that the people that have the oversight over the institute, the people that own the institute, would be able to have some say on what happens in the institute. And it seems, though, like the Guyanese government and how they dealt with it, it worked. Because it was reported soon after that, that high turnout as face-to-face learning resumes. That's in Guyana. Nursery and primary schools across the country saw a high turnout of learners as physical teaching commenced on schedule on Monday, ending an almost 17-month school closure brought on by the COVID-19 pandemic. So, Guyana is moving ahead of many of the other Caribbean territories. They actually have in-person schooling starting again. And I could understand that too. Though, because if you are aware, if you keep track generally of CXC results year in, year out, go look at what those Guyanese students be doing. Listen, if you're a Guyanese student and you're watching this, bro, you all could calm down. <laughs> those 20 plus subjects like they they take this whole schooling business serious at a different level. And I could understand then if this country has the kind of students where they push these 20 plus subjects for CXC i could understand why they'd be very interested in getting their schooling starting back in physical form quickly and although guyana is rapidly progressing and re- and coming into more modern more modern ages and more modern technology, especially as they have this new oil, Guyana still may not be as advanced and their infrastructure may not be able to as easily take mobile online schooling as other places may be able to. And if you already have a school system set up with the physical in-person schooling as the primary source of education, it may, may be a bit more difficult to just change it and I could so I can understand what they're doing they're trying to get the students back out there and also as the science says the science that everyone likes to quote now the science says that students children younger people aren't at as high a risk as the older people so I could understand again also in this I could understand a lot of things in this also in this I can understand why a government would be worried about how many stu- how many teachers are vaccinated because the students themselves aren't, as, as, aren't at as high a risk as the teachers. And if you're unvaccinated and going out there as a teacher, you may be putting yourself at risk. And if you have a case where teachers start to fall ill badly or even worse to die as a result of COVID-19 from schools, that would not reflect good on the government. So I can understand that but something that i'm not sure i can understand you could tell me your view on it because i'm looking at this and i'm seeing i'm trying to look further that that's something i always try to do i try to follow the logical pathway of something so if you're saying everywhere there's red you want to exchange it for green then we have to follow that down to everything that is red to see where exactly it leads That sounds a bit contorted, but I have a point. Let's see exactly if you can understand exactly what I mean. The UK's vaccine minister says, teens will be able to overrule their vaccine-hesitant parents and get the COVID-19 jab if and when the shot is approved for their age. Now, as a precursor to this, we have to understand that over in the United Kingdom, they have a different recommendation than some of the other countries do than Israel and the United States when it comes to vaccinating younger children. In the United Kingdom, their committee that is advising them on their vaccine policies, especially as pertaining to children, is not advising that they vaccinate younger children yet. UK Minister, no decision yet on COVID-19 vaccines for healthy children. British Vaccines Minister Nadhim Zahawi on Sunday said, a decision has not yet been taken on whether healthy children aged 12 to 15 years old should be vaccinated against COVID-19, following reports that a rollout could begin in the coming weeks. Britain's Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunization on Friday declined to recommend vaccinations for children in that group, taking a precautionary approach due to a rare risk of heart inflammation but adding the issue was finally balanced. So listen, with, as with all vaccine policies, as I keep telling people, go speak to a doctor. I know so, some people haven't spoken to any doctors yet and are assuming they know what, the, what their doctor would say. I know some people who have spoken to their doctors and the doctors have advised them against or the doctors have advised them where they should go and what tests they should do to see if this should be something for them so listen if you have your apprehensions don't just rush in and do anything speak to a doctor they are the people who are supposed to be trained and have been training for years for this that's just on the side note so in Britain they aren't recommending for children under the under a certain age. And I think if that recommendation is over in Britain, some parents may be wise to look into it. And even for your younger children, still go see their doctor if they if they have a regular doctor that they go have checkups with. It should probably it would probably make more sense to go speak to a doctor before you do this. That's just the way I see it, and I think it's the sensible way. But back to where what I was finding very interesting. The UK's vaccine minister says the teens will be able to override their parents' decisions. And here's where I don't understand what I don't understand with that. As it stands, the reason children cannot generally override their parents' decisions. Is because they cannot legally give consent. What is the road we are going down if we are reaching to a point where we are willing to allow children to give consent? Consent even and pass against what their parents will. Are we sure that's the road we, are, we want to go down? Because let's anyone forget, when we say consent, there's generally something that pops into our minds as primary when we're talking about consent and if we are saying legally and bear in mind again as i keep as i like to always point out to my fellow trainees and to most of my fellow caribbeans we don't have the legal system of the united states our legal system is closer to the british to united kingdom to australia to the commonwealth so what happens there could be of interest to us so Again, I'm phrasing the question. We know what we think about many times when we think of consent. What would happen if there's legal precedence that a child between the ages of 12 to 16 can consent to something even against their parents' wishes? If we're saying that they have the rationalization in their mind be able to consent above their parents wishes for something that may be a permanent medical decision. What else are we willing to say that they are able to consent to? And I understand the reasoning behind it because there may be some very vaccine hesitant parents and they have their children down also vaccine hesitant against their will and the children want to go do this thing but really and truly I would still lean on the parent's side because sometimes the child may not even have a scientific reason for it. It's because it's what most people are doing. They're going along with the crowd and I wouldn't want it to be part of my legal policy in my country that I would allow a child, even if I think the decision that they want to make in this case is right, that I allow a child to be able to consent to something against their parents' wishes. I think. Even if you're looking for a to allow the children to become vaccinated, even against vaccine-hesitant parents' wishes, you need to use another word than consent. What do you think? Tell me. Do you think that this could be one of those slippery slopes that some people say is a, is a fallacy, but I keep, sleep, I keep seeing slippery slopes all around me? I think tomorrow I may do a video on an, on an organization called Prostasia. If you like to do homework, go look up that name and see what exactly they do and see if slippery slopes don't make sense so tell me do you think this is this is just slippery slope conjecture or is this something that you you also would find a bit shaky if you saw this coming to your country too? drop a comment tell me what you think that's all i have for today i hope you're informed entertained or at least educated and i'll see you again tomorrow can you feel the music Feel the music, rising with the time.